The date is August 15th, Thursday, and today I'm coming to you from Rochester, New York. Today is the birthday of Samuel Coleridge Taylor, African-English composer. His Creole father, Dr. Daniel Taylor, was visiting London to complete a course of study. While there, his father became involved with a London woman named Alice Hare. When Dr. Taylor's program ended, he returned to Sierra Leone, leaving behind Alice. Dr. Taylor never knew that Alice had become pregnant, and it's possible even Alice didn't know until he was gone. Alice did not attempt to contact Dr. Taylor to tell him the news, and gave birth to a boy in 1875. Alice named their son Samuel Coleridge Taylor, after the English poet Samuel Taylor Coleridge. Samuel Coleridge Taylor appears to have grown up in a large, loving family. Alice and newborn Coleridge moved in with Alice's father and his family. Little Coleridge was surrounded by doting aunts and grandparents, many of whom were musically inclined. His grandfather was a decent violinist and taught his grandson Coleridge how to play. Coleridge Taylor quickly surpassed his grandfather in music ability, and his grandfather, quite proudly, paid for Taylor to have private violin lessons. When Coleridge Taylor turned 15, the extended family rallied around him and helped him get into the Royal College of Music. Coleridge Taylor then had a successful career as a professional violinist and conductor for a few years before beginning to compose his own music. By 1896, at age 21, Coleridge Taylor had the beginnings of a respectable reputation as a composer. During his career, he gained enough notoriety to be received by President Theodore Roosevelt while on tour in America. He also met with W.E.B. Du Bois and poet Paul Lawrence Dunbar while in the States and was a representative at the first Pan-African Conference in 1900. Samuel Coleridge Taylor's best-known work is his collection, The Song of Hiawatha, based on the work of the same name by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. There's a link in today's show notes if you'd like to take a listen. Coleridge Taylor passed away unexpectedly at the age of 37 in 1912 of pneumonia. He was survived by his wife, an accomplished musician in her own right, and his two children, Hiawatha and Gwendolyn Avril. Coleridge Taylor was not compensated very well, despite the popularity of his music. Upon his death, his family learned they were not going to receive any royalties for his work. When word got out, King George V bestowed an annual 100-pound pension to Mrs. Coleridge Taylor. Taking heed of the unfairness shown to Coleridge Taylor, composers and musicians banded together to form the Performing Rights Society to vie for protection of their intellectual property. Today's poem is an excerpt from the Song of Hiawatha by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Ye who love a nation's legends, love the ballads of a people that, like voices from afar off, call to us to pause and listen, speak in tones so plain and childlike. Scarcely can the ear distinguish whether they are sung or spoken. Listen to this Indian legend, to this song of Hiawatha. Ye whose hearts are fresh and simple, who have faith in God and nature, who believe that in all ages every human heart is human, that even in foreign bosoms there are longings, yearnings, strivings. Listen to this simple story, to this song of Hiawatha. Ye who sometimes in your rambles through the green lanes of the country pause by some neglected graveyard for a while to muse and ponder 
on half-effaced inscription, written with little skill of songcraft, homely phrases, but each letter, full of hope and yet of heartbreak, full of all the tender pathos of here and the hereafter. Stay and read this rude inscription. Read this song of Hiawatha. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Virginia Combs, wishing you a good morning, a better day, and a lovely 